Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. Hi, filmmakers. Welcome to today's show. Uh, I'm going to go into a little bit of real talk here. I want to talk to you about the first time that I ever got fired in the motion picture business. The first time I got fired in the movie business, I was working in New York City for an independent producer, and we were going into production on a $1.5 million film, and I can remember the morning pretty darn well. We were out to breakfast, And during the breakfast, it was casually mentioned that we had lost funding for our film. Now, I do remember uh, being a little bit shocked at the moment, and I was asking why, how did that happen, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And sure, it had something to do with actors bailing out or investors getting scared or any number of silly reasons. Um, But bottom line, it was, in fact, the first time I got fired ever. At the time, to make it even worse, there was roughly $96 in my bank account. I was already living on an inflatable air mattress in the corner of some guy's kitchen, and this is because it was all I could afford. And I didn't mind any of the struggle because, you know, like you, I was working towards something big in the motion picture industry, and I felt that my my temporary discomfort, well, It was one of these things that I would just have to work through to, quote, pay my dues. Nonetheless, you know, working on a film that was coming to fruition was a dream come true. But presently, as I mentioned, I was getting fired, and it was the first time I got fired ever. Um, To be honest, I don't remember much else from the experience. I, I was numb. Without the job, I didn't have money for rent, and that scared the heck out of me. I had no idea what I was going to do. And to make matters even worse, when I got home, my roommate told me that the electric bill was late, he needed more money, and that totally sucked because I didn't have the money. I also didn't have a job, and my prospects for finding a new job were very low. Now, I had taken a risk. I'd moved from Pennsylvania to New York City with only a few thousand dollars in my bank account. And in a very short amount of time, I'd achieved some pretty good things. But at that exact moment, I felt personally like a major, major failure. And I want you to hear me out. There was a certain part of my identity that had gotten pretty wrapped up in the whole narrative of my idealistic life. At the time, I actually viewed my job, and I was just frankly working as an assistant back then, but I viewed my job as like this symbol that I had made it. I'd gone to New York. I found work in the motion picture industry. And even though I was working 12 hours a day, I totally loved the work. Um, The producer got us in meetings with prospective uh, investors and movie distributors, and things were going super fantastic. Uh, On top of it, even though I didn't have the money, my social life was was gaining uh, some momentum as well. Um, You know, and, and I don't know if you've ever heard that song by Peter Gabriel, where he wrote that, you know, the song is called Big Time. Uh, but back then, my head was so big that I actually didn't realize that that song was, was uh, satirical. I thought that in some ways, Peter Gabriel was singing to me. Um, and by the way, I, I can share this. It, it's, it's hard, and I cringe to share this with you. But, you know, I, I've since been very humbled, and I've grown a lot. I, I had some immaturity back then. But, um, you know, I was taking that Peter Gabriel song literally. And that, by the way, is how horrible and out of control my ego was. Um, So on some level, 
to put it in perspective, I finally felt like I had achieved something meaningful, something that people that I grew up with in my very small rural community, my hometown, I, I was doing something that, that many of these people could never understand. And in my mind, I had made it. Now, I'm going to guess that you've probably been there. You've had a taste of success and then something comes along and happens and in moments, in a, in a, in a blink of an eye, your dreams disappear. For me, my film industry job had somehow defined my self-worth. And then losing the job had snapped me back into reality. I, I wasn't so big time after all. And to make matters even more challenging, as I mentioned, I had no safety net. I had no cash. And outside of the few people you know, that I knew along the way, my network in the motion picture industry back then was very, very limited. And, and to make matters worse, just, you know, when you're in these low points, you start beating yourself up and looking for ways to beat yourself up. And I realized at the time, I wasn't even a filmmaker. I, I was somebody working for a producer who was making films. I was helping somebody else get successful. And, and my success was actually based on this guy's success. And frankly, I had no control over any of the motion picture projects that we were going into. So when our company lost an investor... I lost my job. Now, at the time, I actually tried a few temp agencies, but I didn't have any luck in any of that stuff. I just couldn't find any work. So, frankly, to my embarrassment, I packed my bags and I moved back to my parents' house in Pennsylvania. Now, if you've ever had a rough week, I, I just hopefully this, this, uh, this is further indication that I personally know the feeling. I know what you're going through. I mean, again, to recap, and one day I went from having an awesome job, a great social life, and the imagined uh, potential for fame and fortune. And I went from that kind of mindset to that reality to a guy living in my old bedroom in my parents' house. Except this time, to make matters even worse, my bedroom had been paid in pink because in the time after I left for New York, my mom had turned my old bedroom into a Mary Kay cosmetic studio. So I want to be clear here, though, and, and there's a lesson to everything that I'm sharing with you. Losing my job turned out to be a really, really great experience. Now, now right now, some years later, when I look back, falling down was the essential springboard to help me find my own path. After all, if I hadn't lost my job in New York, I would have probably never realized the most essential success secret. And this is a secret of such profound and very simple magnitude that it, it, it's funny to even share it with you, but I'm going to tell you that this changed my life. And I'm going to guess that you probably want to know the secret is. So here it is. You do not need permission to be successful. I'm going to repeat that again. You do not need permission to be successful. Now, in my life, I don't know why it took me getting beat down to realize this, but back in my hometown, I took a job selling mobile phones in a local mall. My plan was to save up some money, get out of Pennsylvania, move to Los Angeles, and frankly, that is exactly what I eventually did. And when I get to Los Angeles, it didn't take me asking for permission to create my own projects. Instead, I got together with some talented people. We created a team and together we took action and we produced our first feature film. So in sharing this story, I wanna give you two things to consider. Number one, when you think you've made it, odds are good that you probably have not. 
So hold off from an inflated ego or frankly, hold off from buying a Ferrari, at least for now. And number two, if I asked you why you haven't yet made your future film, it's probably because you're still asking for permission. If you liked this podcast, you're going to love my filmmaker checklist. And to get a copy of that, just go ahead and text the word filmmaking to 44222. And once again, to get the filmmaker checklist, text filmmaking to 44222. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmmaking Stuff podcast with Jason Brubaker. If you like our show and want to get more filmmaking info, make sure you check out filmmakingstuff.com and join us every week for new filmmaking tactics. Until next time, take action and make your movie now.